Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bengalis and New York show. My name is Arik and uh, we were repping it for, you know, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and all over the world. So welcome and enjoy. So do you really not drink coffee at all? No, I don't. Now that you bring it up, I remember that I gave that answer somewhere. I don't re- realize where I gave it. Yeah, that it was answer. an interview you did. Uh, it was like, uh, what if, for some show on YouTube, and I, you say you don't drink coffee at all. I found that fascinating. Uh, everybody, I'm in finance. I work in finance, and just, we're, we're addicted to coffee. Yeah, that's one fear. Try to get away from that addiction. My mom didn't really, <laughs> my mom didn't really let us, want us to drink like Coke growing up either. Um, wow. And, you know, chai is really big for Bangalis. Yes. And, I don't drink chai either, but that's because I think that's for old people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, I mean, you not even ducha? You don't like ducha? Sparingly, you know, it's just like... Wow. Yeah. It's probably so not I, good for you. Well, I mean, so like one of the gifts they I got from China for, um, you know, when, it, when they felicitated me after our film's performance was this huge, like two huge containers of Chinese tea. And obviously, I can't say I don't drink tea, but so I brought it home. My mom's been having like one cup a day for like the past year, and it's still <laughs> going good. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Are you, so, all your friend, all your family's in Chicago? Yeah, I grew up here, born and raised. Wow! I, I, I researching, I, I found it really interesting, and you can see. I know you're a basketball oh, guy, no, so no, I wore no, my no, purple and uh, purple and blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're Lake uh, Lake Forest, Lake Forest. That's where I went to college. Yeah. Okay. And you're Division Two. That's I honestly I grew up with a lot of Bengali people that played basketball, but not anyone good enough to you know be at your level. You must have been really good. Those were the days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually I take a lot of flack for it because my when Bengali Beauty was releasing on television, NBC did a profile on me and yeah, I saw that. Yeah. They went and interviewed my basketball coach and he kind of like uh, yeah. shat on me a little bit, but that's okay. That's how he's <laughs> always been motivating me. Um, yeah, I, I, I was very, really, really, and still am passionate about the game. And um, it was it was my life. So you heard about John Thompson, right? Really yeah, sad. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, very yeah. sad. Did you ever play uh, basketball in, in like the parks in New York? Yeah, I have a really funny story, actually. When me and my brother, we were young, First time we ever went to New York, my uh, dad asked us, well, what do you want to see? And we were like, Rucker Park. Rucker Park. Oh. Rucker Park, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is probably not, Rucker Park's like, you know, it's gentrified now, but you're t- yeah. this is probably, when was this? This was years ago, right? The 2000s, maybe? Mid-2000s, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so my dad's like, okay, fine, I'll take you. And he's driving us and we get lost. And my dad is the very nice, unassuming uh, amiable guy. He doesn't think ill of anybody. So we're lost in this like Harlem neighborhood and he's asking for directions. And my mom is like, stop asking people for directions. You don't know who they are. And we get lost in this like garage, empty. Nobody's there except for one guy standing there out of nowhere, dark. Right. And my mom's like, uh, if you ask this guy, I'm not going to ever talk to you again. My dad's like, oh, nothing <laughs> happened. Rolls down the window. It's like, excuse me, do you know where Rutgers Park is? <laughs> <laughs> and we got the directions. We got there. We played a little bit. Oh, you did! Wow. How'd you do? 
there, at that time, actually, we went up during a time where there wasn't too many people there. So okay. people just kind of shot around. Them. Yeah. I grew up in a neighborhood in Brooklyn where we had this park called 38th Street Park. And it was, we, Bengalis ruled the park. And uh, yeah. you know, there's some really good players. You know what, what happened? Well, I think what happened was the kids that were really, really good. Um, they were also like the Dushto kids, like, you know, you know, and they were not, they weren't able to play organized ball because they couldn't keep their grades. I knew some kids that were really good, but they couldn't keep their grades up to make the team. So I could, oh, I, I could see some kids like do really well if they just at least got good grades. Well, we got to get those guys together and play some hoops then. Well, the next time you come, uh, yeah, maybe we can set that up because that's a, yeah, it's a great park. But, uh, so how did you get into acting? How did I get into acting? It's uh, kind of funny. Um, I was offered when I was like 16 for some like Disney thing, some Disney um, show type of thing. They called me in and um, I don't know how they discovered me or found me or whatnot. Um, and at that time, I was not super serious into this. I was really serious about basketball. And I thought, you know, basketball players don't act, you know, I'm too macho for that. And so I, they called me back for a second audition. And I never went back. Then um, over a course of time, I started making, started getting like interest in creation, you know? So I made like a short film for my parents' 25th anniversary, which the community really loved. And I never put it on YouTube or anything, but people passed it around with one another. So then people started just kept asking me to make more, you know? So kind of project by project has kind of grown into where I am now. Wow. What, so you, what did you shoot at? Did you have the professional equipment or what did you, how did you shoot? No. Even the, even the first project I did, like the first feature length project I did after that, it was really, really, really am, amateurish. And so like I hesitate to show people because like it was on a handy cam, you know, and we used the internal audio. But I guess um, people really enjoy watching it. So I, guess, I can't really deny some people when they want to watch these things. Because it brings them joy, I guess. Well, yeah, they like laughing yeah. at me. And at one point, you moved back to Bangladesh. Yeah, so for Bengali Beauty, I really immersed myself there. I lived there for those two years, and um, so that was for it was for Bengali Beauty. And uh, I, this is video I watched of you trying to take the local uh, bus. <laughs> yes. So I always tell people when I go to Bangladesh, uh, I feel like an old lady because I literally can't cross the street. So taking the bus by yourself, that's, that's brave, man. My first time. It was my first time. And it was because of dare. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you were singing, like you're trying to get people to sing. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to bring, you know, some joy into people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you, you, you know, you look movie starish, so they're probably like, oh, he's probably, you know, doing, you I thought know. I was from Pakistan. They're like, you, know, you don't even look Bangladeshi. <laughs> you look, you look Pakistan. I was like, really? And then I had to prove myself that I was, I had Bengali heritage. So I started singing some like Bengali songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't charge me for the bus fare. I don't know. Is it because I, I, my singing was so bad or they just... <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I think, yeah, well, there's, somebody's supposed to come up to you. That's how it usually works. They just like grab me. I don't know how these guys remember who didn't pay or didn't. Who did. It's fascinating mm -hmm. to me. Uh, no, so I how wanted was that? to They didn't take it. Oh, they didn't take it. <laughs> yeah. So how was that like? Living, you know, culture shock, I'm sure, right? Living there two years? I didn't. I saw... I didn't think I would have culture shock. Uh, obviously, we all... Um, you know, second generation people like us. Uh, I'm assuming you're, you're second generation as well. I was born in Bangladesh, but I came here when I was young. Yep. Okay, so you're basically second generation. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought you know it wouldn't be too much of a culture shock, but 
because when we go back, we don't really go back to work, right? We mm. go back to visit family. And some people who do work, they kind of tend to stay within their families as, or, as well as their you know, social strata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, the thing about the, the film industry in, in Bangladesh it's, and Bengal as a whole, it's not really from like the, 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 the clique or the strata of, of society that we're used to, right? It's actually uh, people who've come from maybe smaller towns or more middle-class families in Dhaka or even from villages, right? They're the, they're the ones that are really in the film and media industry in Bangladesh. So that was a huge culture clash. A lot of the people that I was working with couldn't um, communicate in English. I had it forced me to actually improve my Bengali in that matter because I was forced to speak Bengali. Whereas even our father's generation, our, our mother's generation, they're, they're much stronger in dual languages. Yeah, yeah, and and I feel like even if you try, for me, you know, it doesn't matter. I could be wearing a Punjabi and a Tupi, but they still somehow know. They know. Yeah, like, it's the body know, language. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, it's the body yeah. language. I yeah. think it's the language. they know. Like no matter how hard I tried. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's uh, so how they take advantage of you when you're, you know, trying to buy something. Uh, oh, triple yeah. the price, yeah. triple the price. I and I, I remember I got a haircut once. I don't know what I, I don't know how much I paid. But I came home and I was like, oh, you, you know, I told my, you know, my cousins like, oh, I got a really good price for this haircut. Like, you know, I bargained, you know, like go and let go, and then and then I told them how much I paid, and they were like, oh my god, we pay <laughs> half of that. <laughs> yeah, you probably paid like six hundred for like a two hundred taka haircut. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I converted it, and I was like, "Wow, six dollars! That's amazing!" You know? Exactly, right? That's, That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. So, um, talk about uh, the struggles of getting the film Bengali Beauty uh, released in Bangladesh because I knew had a lot of issues, right? Yeah. So, I mean, getting it made, getting it released, it was all an incredible challenge. It's a miracle that when you look back on it that you were able to do it. I think in terms of you want to specifically hear about getting it released, right? Obviously, the very first thing that happens is that the movie gets banned. And uh, we all know uh, what that means in a country like Bangladesh. You're, that's never supposed to see the light of day. Um, you're much less get an appeals treaty. And there's, there's industry politics involved. Uh, I don't know how much in detail you want me to get into this, but we, I, I fought tooth and nail to get the first appeal screening. There was some collusion that took place between someone in the original censor board who had a hand in banning the film in the first place and one of the members of the appeal board. So it was kind of, uh, so then we had to fight for a second appeal screening. And uh, before that, you know, he was asking, you know, uh, I'll help you get your movie unbanned if you give the distribution of your movie to XYZ person. I was like, oh, okay. Ironic that he now wants to distribute my movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's, I find that fascinating. And I've been talking to, as I told you, a lot of startup people, people like us that have gone back to Bangladesh. And it's great to see people like, you know, going back to Bangladesh, um, starting companies. And my, my question is around that, you know, how do you get past the corruption? How do you mm -hmm. get past the, you know, under the table, you know, bribes and just getting things done? And, you know, and some of the people I speak to are very well connected and they have to go through that. So I can't even imagine someone that's not being able to get something done. Yeah, so I think um, I never had to pay a bribe. And I think that was one of the huge uh, frustration points for people that I was refusing to pay bribes. And Great. they couldn't figure out why I could get away with that. 
Um, I won't, I'm not going to say I'm the most connected person on the planet, but I do think, you know, you know I had a great mentor um, from my uncle, my chacha, Nazmul Hasan Kulimullah. You'll see him on TV all the time. He's always on Tritiya Matra. He's a great mentor for me. And it, the main thing was just not giving up hope. He'd always say, keep your hands on the steering wheel and just keep moving forward in a positive attitude. So, for example, moving a paper from one desk to another in a government secretariat, that involves giving money, right? Oh, yeah, then yeah. you have to do that. But what our approach was like, okay, we're going to go to the secretariat every day, which I did, sweating and all. And I just sat there the entire day until they moved the paper just to make sure. And they were just watching me, you know, they're probably getting irritated that why is this kid coming every day? You know? <laughs> I'm not giving us any money, you know? Have you, have you seen the um, short from Made in Bangladesh? I really want to. I've, uh, I reached out to Rubaiyat um, yeah. and I, I've heard great things about it. I really want to watch it. I know that in New York there was a screening. There was a screening, yeah. It was a really, really good movie. And it reminded me of what you just said because. Well, I don't want to give away the plot, but yeah, it's basically that you know, she's trying to start a, a union for women in the garments, and that's what she did. She just went to the office every day and forced their hand. I actually want to take this moment uh, to really commend Rubaiyat for the type of choices that she's making in terms of her films, because the first movie that she made also received a lot of you know scrutiny and controversy, and she, despite that, she took up a second film that was just head-on, and I think that's really respectable. Is there a network of uh, you know, Bengali filmmakers that, like, are you guys all connected somehow? So I've never met Rubai. Okay. So if she's listening to this, I hope she hears this. Okay. Uh, I would love to meet her some, sometime. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we, you just, you know, in a, in a, inadvertently end up, do end up meeting each other. Yeah, and I'm not, like, I'm not someone that's familiar with the uh, Bangladeshi film industry at all. Like, I grew up watching a lot of natoks. I love natoks, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but not, not necessarily films. But anyway, if you had to describe Bengali beauty, uh, how would you describe it to people that are uh, going to watch? So, you know, in the story in one sentence is it's about this demure Bangladeshi medical student who falls in love with a radio DJ by listening to his show. And this DJ is really brash during this politically turbulent time in Bangladesh's history. And... Yeah, it's a love story, but it's actually a story about freedom of speech. And it's, I'm sure it's really exciting for you right now. It's going to be on Prime soon. Yeah, how, we're really how, did, how did that, that come about? So a lot of people, one of the, the, the post the releases, the two main questions that kept coming up to me were, when is this going to be on Netflix? When is this going to be on Prime? And what's your next movie, right? And those are two questions I just didn't really have answers to. Um, and before the China release, after the Bangladesh release, as during the time of the UK release, I was feeling really, really down, devastated, you could say, post the Bangladeshi release. I didn't really know, still probably don't know where, which way career is going, but I just kind of shot out some emails, you know, and I emailed Jeff Bezos. <laughs> just said, Yeah, I did. And uh, got a response back from his team. And they were like, yeah, let's, uh, we've heard, uh, we've kind of looked it up. It looks good. Let's watch the film. And there was a process. So uh, that's what, how it happened. What? You reached out to the top guy at Amazon was $200 <laughs> yeah. billion and he, they responded. That's insane. Yeah, I think that's a, that, that's a testament to, uh, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs should know this, that 
people at that level who are really serious about their work and and what they do they actually do respond to you wow yeah. wow so you talked about your career so um what do you do you, what do you enjoy more are you directed bengali beauty and you're, you're the main actor what do you what do you enjoy more i enjoy acting way more it's um it's a lot more fun because a lot less yeah. responsibility <laughs> um, yeah yeah but yeah um, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like you know going back to basketball it's kind of like you know i'm sure jordan enjoyed playing more than he's enjoying being an executive right yeah Maybe. i'm sure maybe because sure. it's a lot more difficult a lot more difficult to get other people to get to your level than you know getting yourself to that level i think there's that but i think more so than that there you know playing basketball acting these are forms of expression and when you're and a form of expression is a form of release right so that is the enjoyment as a director you don't really get that enjoyment on the spot as an actor you get that enjoyment on the spot but as a director you don't get that enjoyment on the spot until you start seeing the edit to come together or when mm-hmm. people are watching it in a movie theater or on prime uh, and mm-hmm. then as a producer you never get that enjoyment because that's the toughest job on really oh yeah what does the producer do make sure that you make the, the movie gets made <laughs> so mm-hmm. managing egos making sure people get paid making sure them um, everything gets financed um basically and and you know the making sure the props are there the set is as it's supposed to be like basically making sure that it happens so how did you fund bangali beauty did you fund it yourself yeah so initially it was supposed to be a co-production and uh, about 3 4 days before we were supposed to go start shooting our financier backs out you know wow and we're like ah oh, like so much work so many promises so much embarrassment on the line what do we do and um i guess at that time i was really stubborn i was like there's no way that we can let this movie go under so i had to kind of pony up i guess for lack of a better word well yeah well it was a passion project so you wanted to see it uh, fulfilled well it was a, it was i don't know i i think and when you whenever you take up any artistic endeavor you should be passionate about it so this is certainly a film that i thought needed a story that needed to be told um so i i kind of pushed forward because you don't really you know you don't really get the opportunity to tell these type of stories too yeah. often what are your what are your uh, family's uh, response to actually if both for to going wanting to play basketball and then you know and then acting supportive both times really? i think um yeah yeah i think uh with basketball is just like me being a short brown kid uh, i don't know if they ever really... how tall are you how tall are you i can't i can't tell well according to my uh basketball roster i'm five foot ten and a half and i'm gonna stick to that story <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's still uh above average for bengalis right so you're, you're yeah yeah i remember at one time i was getting so when i first moved to bangladesh i remember a bunch of people were just saying hey, calling me hercules and stuff i was like i'm not that big dude <laughs> <laughs> well, five ten is good for a PE point guard. That's not. It's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's serviceable, and um, but so yeah. And I thought you know, even I do. I do think you 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 face. A, I don't want to call it prejudice, but you know, South Asians brown skin doesn't have the best branding when it comes yeah. to sports. Yeah. Right? People don't look at you and automatically think athlete. Um, so you have to kind of overcome that a lot. to 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 compete really hard 
And with regards to movies, yeah, same thing. They're they're supportive. They're a lot more nervous because of of you know the career, uh, how volatile the career is. Number one, number two, how much. Um, even if you're just, if I, even if I'm standing and doing nothing, it just there's so much potential for like controversy and like um, generating that, right? So it's much easier to have you know a simple, um, which everyone you know complains about in our generation. You, you get a, a job and, and all that, but. I, we all know my like my father knows we all know that our current generation and going moving forward it's an entrepreneur's world right now yeah um, that stability that people used to have in the previous generations just doesn't exist anymore yeah yeah um i've seen recently so many Bengali people uh really uh, becoming more involved in the arts mm -hmm. so it's great to see i mean you know a lot of times like you said, it's not, you know, when our parents came here, you know, they wanted stability and they kind of pushed a lot of us to these fields that are stable, accounting, finance, you know, mm -hmm. doctor, engineer. Um, I guess we've come to a point now where we have, we've, uh, Bengalis have done well enough where, you know, the next generation can pursue other things and not absolutely. have to so focus so much about stability. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I will say I was really fortunate. My parents never pushed me for anything. I studied politics and economics in, in college, right? And they just wanted me, you know, the main thing is, you know, whatever you, and I think that's great advice for anybody, whatever you do choose to do, you know, be, yeah. like, give it your all, be the best at it, you know? Um, yeah. Really learn is, there, is there a big uh, Bengali community in, in Chicago? I thought so growing up. I thought, man, there's so many Bangladeshis in Chicago, you know? And <laughs> I think um, when you, when you get to travel the world a little bit or yeah. even the United States, you kind of see, wow, it's actually um, much bigger elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, New York certainly. We did a uh, for Fourth of July. We did a. Uh, we didn't know if you could complete it, but we did a map of the United States, uh, and we wanted to fill each um, shape of the state with mm -hmm. a person that Bengali person that lives in that that state. So mm -hmm. we found Bengalis in every single state, and obviously, yeah. obviously, we even like you know Montana, Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, Wyoming, and <laughs> found it. Like I'll send it to you after, but like it was. It was great, and now we're doing videos and video interviews with them. We're going to make something out of that. But okay. yeah, we're 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 everywhere. That's it's, awesome. It's that intense. means like yeah. you're really building this community, which is yeah. Pretty, I think that's one of the unique things about you know growing up as a Bengali is like the sense of community was really strong. I guess you kind of have this shared experience, right? And that people kind of gravitate towards one one another. Yeah, I think you know. I think you said it too, but I think a lot of times what happened is happened. I mean, I, I grew up in an area where a lot, a lot of Bengalis, but I, uh, I hated it. I mean, I, I despised it. You know, I, yeah. I lived in a building, I grew up in a building with so many Bengalis and I wanted to get away from it. And I moved to like Staten Island. I don't know if you know Staten but like literally yeah, yeah, Italians yeah. and mafia, just like, you know, completely. And I, we, I forced my parents to move there. But then I started really missing it. I mean, yeah. I started really missing the community. Yeah. And I started Bengalis in New York. And for, for that reason, like, just to okay. get that sense of community again, because now, people think I'm really, really Bengali, but actually, because of Boney, is I've actually gotten more back in touch with you know my Your Bengali roots. culture. Yeah, and it's cool. Same, same, same thing with me, right? I made Bengali beauty, so people think I'm incredibly, you know, this spokesperson for uh, Bangladesh and Bengalis. Um, but when I was young, it's not that I we we actually looked forward to our you know Saturday night dawats because mm. uh, you know we were and still am quite close and very friendly with you know our family friends. Um, and I really love kind of always catching up with them. Yeah. What's your favorite Bengali food? My favorite Bengali food? 
I could probably have uh, pulao and korma every day of my life. Oh yeah, I love korma. <laughs> yeah, and different aunties. Uh, that's the other thing I like. You know, different aunties make korma differently. And yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. right. Like you know, you, you gotta yeah, go ahead. You get to know what auntie cooks like. What you know, like oh, we're going to this auntie's house. Oh, she yeah. makes a mess. Gosh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'll send, I wrote a blog about uh, ro- like Ramadan during. So I grew up in a building with five stories, all Bengali, mm-hmm. and so Roja was just like amazing because. You know, it was a diverse, you know, group of Bengalis from different parts of Bangladesh. So, you know, and during iftar, we would have food from like different parts of Bangladesh because these okay. people are from different parts. So, awesome. like, it's it's just an amazing, like, you know, I would, you know, our iftar table would be like you know, a from like Noakali Anti and like uh-huh. you know, like different parts. And it's just like uh-huh. you know, you where are you gonna get that? It was just such an amazing experience. And now I appreciate it more. At the time, I was just like, I don't know, you know, but now it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just like I appreciate it so much more. Even writing that blog, I was like, "Wow!" Like it's so true. It was such an amazing experience. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people missed out on that. Um, so what's what's next for you? Uh, what's next for you? I know the Amazon. I know this movie's coming out on Amazon, which is so exciting. I'm like, I'm proud. Like as a Bengali person, what else is going on? Yeah. So we we've been I've been living in Bombay since um, after the ch- release of the film in China, actually, and. Uh, We've been moving towards making a Hindi film and we were supposed to start shooting like in April of this past year. <laughs> and obviously the world kind of shut down, but uh, now we're picking things back up and uh, we're looking to start shooting in next month, actually in DC. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you speak Hindi as well? I do. And I've been training in it for the past year. So I hope it comes off as good. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds amazing. People used How to tell me in Bangladesh that my Hindi is better than my Bangla, but I think that's because they just want to, you know, pull my leg and stuff like that. But, wow! How did yeah. that come about? How did how did that come about? Where you know now it's a Bollywood film. Well, I think part of it was just the experience of having to deal with the industry, just kind of being a little bit like, if I'm going to have to struggle this much, I might as well do it in a more competitive um, mm. industry, right? I mean, why would why would you fight so hard to keep a movie that people actually want to watch away from them, you know? And so I was kind of disillusioned by that. Um, and, you know, apologies for being candid about it, but I, you know. No, I appreciate um, it. But there was that. And then uh, Amazon was not the only people. Uh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't take up these names, but um, there were multiple streamers that wanted, that were interested in buying Bengali Beauty. And, um, you know, like, you know, the amount that a Bengali film could fetch you know, on the market was just less than what I, because I, our film had done so much business and we could bring so much audience to these platforms, right? So we felt like we had a certain value attached to it, you know? And I think what was limiting to the streamers was it was a Bengali language film, you know? And they even said, you know, if you had, it was a Hindi language film, we could have uh, offered you. So I was like, okay, I took that as a challenge. And... Uh, it's going to be a challenge. Just let's see how it turns out. Yeah, I like that mindset. Um, I've been interviewing for finance jobs, and that's a question that comes up a lot. Like, how do you how do you approach challenges? So I've mm-hmm. been thinking about that a lot. How do I approach challenges? Mm-hmm. And I like your, you know your your approach, like meet it head on. Well, that's the thing, you know, right? Like we were talking about basketball, right? It's and, and I was talking about, you know, being maybe a little bit boycotted by the industry or not being allowed onto the field. On the basketball court, it's just like, let's roll the ball out and let's play, 
right? May the best man win. And yeah. if you win, you win with grace. If you lose, you lose with grace. But at least let the competition, uh, let the, allow for the competition to happen. Yeah. Even if you want to cheat, you can cheat, right? I'll let you cheat. Just let, let, let the competition happen. And um, so that's my approach to it. And let's uh, try to you know, take it up. How was the response from the Chinese audience? Well, you know, fantastic. Obviously, we're thinking we're talking about re-releasing it in China actually because of you know, trying to help people get back into the theaters as well. Um, ran for uh, seven weeks. Um, obviously, I was invited to the China Fashion Awards where they kind of yeah. uh, you know honored us in a special way there um, for our performance there. So it was. I was. I was really humbled by it. I guess. Where in China was the uh, releases in um, mainland or? Yeah, mainland, all over mainland. Wow, wow! Yeah. My wife is really into K-pop, and she her, her <laughs> K-pop uh, her K-pop stars their favorite BTS for the win. Yeah, BTS. Yeah, their uh, favorite actors are all like Amir Khan and Salman Khan. They love Bollywood movies. Yeah, I have to credit um, even the opportunity to get into China to Amir Khan um, because what it, what happened was. As we were promoting the film in Bangladesh, it caught the eye of a Chinese businesswoman who was in Bangladesh at the time. And she liked it enough where she reached out to me, found a way to get in touch with me, reached out to me and said, you know, um, Amir Khan's movies do really good in China. Your movie looks like it could do well as well. My father's a minister in China. I'd like to introduce you to the correct minister who could help you release this movie. I was like, okay. Two weeks wow. later, I'm meeting the International Cultural Exchange Minister of China. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's what it's about. Like putting out great energy and just putting out content and somebody just discovers it. That's an, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, you get, you get lucky sometimes. And the, you, yeah. I think the important thing as a creator is to know, to know that you're not going to be discovered every day. Yeah. You know, yeah. just don't get frustrated by that. Um, people are noticing. Just keep telling your story. Yeah. Well, it was great talking to you. I'm sure you're busy. I, I'm, like I said, as a Bengali, I'm really, really proud of uh, everything you're doing. I'm looking forward to watching the movie on Prime. Thank you. Um, and I'm looking forward to, I mean, your Bollywood movie and everything else that's going on. Appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy the film. Yeah, yeah, Bengali's in New York, all over the world, uh, it's the bony show, uh, hey, can you handle this, representing the boroughs where the bangles live, from the slang we spit, to the gangs we with, it doesn't matter, we the essence of the Bangladesh, I say, hey, come on, can you handle this, representing the boroughs where the bangles live, from the slang